You can call her mayhem or mayday Talk shit, she at your head I ain't talking bald face She don't fuck with baby daddies Fucking up the funk sway Taking care of four kids Sunday to Sunday Fly earth and round trips When she hit the runway Comedy original She do shit her own way Made the stage her place Moving at her own pace Fuck with her the wrong way This gonna be a long day She watch basketball wives Loving hip hop too Born in 81 One day four turned to 82 Funny, ratchet, and cute. She a winner, that's true. She don't even take L's eating alphabet soup. Mayday, mayhem, 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 mayday, mayhem. She a cool black nerd, always been smart. Ever since she turned eight, wanted her name in the charts. Monty Python was a shit. Richard Pryor made a star. Red Fox and Eddie Murphy, inspiration to her art. Welcome back to another episode of the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And today, we're going to get into a few things. Again, I know I've been absent. It's due to my allergies and my fibromyalgia. I'm going to be starting, again, another blog on the fibromyalgia. And now it's getting cold. So, yeah, the allergies are now going away. So, I'm less nasaline so i have gained my voice back a little bit more so i'm able to talk more <clears throat> so again please don't forget to follow me on tiktok at mayday mayhem one and um instagram underscore but we know instagram is mayday underscore mayhem m-a-y-h-a-i-m and please don't forget to leave your comments down below or any other topics that you might want to discuss on upcoming podcasts. So let's get into it. It's 
it's something I've been speaking about over and over and over again. If you go to my TikTok, um, I made something about uh, Brandon Johnson and what's going on in Chicago and how it's not only going to affect Chicago, but again, it's it's going to affect everyone now to this point. And why is that? Well, if you don't know what's going on in Chicago and in other big states like New York, Chicago, um, those are the main two big states that are coming to, means big cities that are coming to mind right now um, in regards to what's going on. And what's going on is there's a migrant issue that's being sent from Texas by um, by the Texas, what, Governor Abbott? <clears throat> and with that issue happening, um, we have seen a record number of people sleeping in police stations. We've seen a record number of people sleeping in airports, sleeping on the streets, period. Now, Chicago already had a homeless problem. We already have a homeless situation with over 68,000 homeless people. That includes vets, um, families. You know, when I say families, I'm talking about uh, children, um, whole families that are, that are literally homeless. That are homeless right now due to the strain on the economics that we have here in Illinois. Illinois is one of the highest places. If you have to pay taxes here in Illinois, it, it's one of the highest places for taxes, period. It really is. And it's phenomenal how much taxes we pay on everything here in Illinois. And especially if you live in Chicago or near Cook County, which is Chicago. And what I always say is, Whoever runs Chicago runs Cook County. And that also talks about neighboring suburbs that surround Chicago. They may not be, you know, Brandon Johnson may not be the mayor of these certain little towns, but the taxes of Cook County from these suburbs go into Chicago. So if you kind of catch where I'm coming from. There are smaller parts of Chicago that has suburbs that are still part of Cook County. So all of our tax money that pays into Cook County also goes into Chicago. So while we have clearly had a migrant problem, and not only it's a problem, I'm not saying in the sense of, oh, people are coming, no. I'm saying it's a sense of people not being taken care of the way they should have. Do we not remember uh, a couple of months ago where um, allegedly an immigrant young lady was assaulted and allegedly pregnant at the age of 14? Do we not remember that? Let me refresh our memories, shall we? Let me just go ahead and pull that up. Just one second. And it happened in the 12th district, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken.
Here we go. Now, this is um from ABC News, which we are playing ABC 7 Chicago News. taking shelter at a police station. Protesters called for transparency Friday. Sources tell CBS Chicago the allegations involve as many as four officers. Thousands of asylum seekers bust from Texas have stayed at police stations with city shelters overwhelmed. Now, we're going to play that again. Here in Chicago, police say they're investigating accusations of sexual misconduct by its officers against at least one migrant taking shelter at a police station. Protesters called for transparency Friday. Sources tell CBS Chicago the allegations involve as many as four officers. Thousands of asylum seekers bust from Texas have stayed at police stations with city shelters overwhelmed. Now. And this is going to be a little bit more important later on. Just give me a second. We'll get there. Now, you have immigrants that come to this country trying to create a better life, being told and sold this dream from our country. Let's not forget they're being sold this dream from our country. Okay? From the people above saying that come here you have even have migrants that have come here and have said that they were thought that they would come to see the big lights big cities and that's not what they came here for and and it's totally being displaced on what they were supposed to get when they came here now again funding has been given to um Chicago, and we're going to get into Governor Prixner also. Don't forget, he's the multi-million dollar mayor. I mean, I'm sorry, governor. He's the multi-million dollar governor. And not only that, he owns, well, his family uh, owns a large part of the Hyatt prior to the sale of the Berkshire Hathaway. Huh. So Prixner owns hotels. And again, we're going to get into that. Now, Prixer owns hotels, but you have migrants sleeping on floors in police stations, allegedly getting sexually assaulted. And again, when that happened, they immediately moved those people out. And within a week, people were right back in there. Men, women, and children to the point to now in Chicago, it's believed between what 12 buses are coming from Texas and other places every day because it's a sanctuary city. And let's not forget Brandon Johnson and Governor Prixner says this is a sanctuary city, this sanctuary state. We have plenty of place for them people to be. But how can you say that when you have 68,000 homeless people on the street already? When just eight months ago, they were talking about tearing down their tents that they have been sleeping under for years. Winters are brutal here in Chicago. Very, very brutal. You have people coming from a southern area 
up here to a place where now it's fucking frigid cold. What do you think is going to happen to them people? They're going to get sick. Why are they going to get sick? Because for one, their immune system is not used to being in this frigid cold weather. Look at the weather we've had in Chicago for the past, uh, let's say, week, two weeks. We went from hot as fuck to, damn, it's a bit nippy outside. I need to let me a little squatter to, oh my goodness, it's raining cats and dogs to, oh, oh, did the devil fart again? You know, and now, right now, it's it's a bit chilly out. So again, our weather is changing. And again, I'm a native of Chicago. I have seen it where we have had snow on Halloween. Like literally, me and the kids go trick-or-treating in our snow boots. We only do it one lap, shorties, one lap and one lap only. We have had it to wear soaking wet rain. And we've had it to where it's been so nice, so warm. It's great out. But again, our weathers are chaotic here in the Midwest, period. So anyone coming from a southern area where they're used to the warm weather and, you know, that more drier heat and then coming up to, to Chicago, they're going to get sick, especially during our winter months. And then let's not forget that Brandon Johnson slipped 20, $29 million to a kind of sketchy um, facility that's supposed to house migrants, which allegedly they did a terrible job in Colorado and other states where the people were not um, secured, which means their safety was at risk. The people um, were not fed properly. So that means you starving folks. And now you didn't gave them $29 million to build fucking tents. Again, anybody from Chicago, a tent on the 111th, that is a big, wide open space. Sometimes our snow with the wind is, you're, I call it the Jesse Smullett weather. Well, it was so cold that they told people, if we catch your dog outside, we putting your punk ass in jail. Your ass going to jail. And you're going to jail right now. It was to the point where they was telling people, look, stock up on a, a, a pee pad or something. If you live indoors where like apartment building or something and you can't walk your dog or if you do live in the house, uh, you know, let Fido by the door to, to do his little business. Right. Just right the front door. Let him like and come on back in. Um. They were telling people, you are not allowed to be outside exposed to your skin for no more than 10 seconds. It was that cold here. It was so cold here that me, myself included, me and my dumb ass and my kids, we did the same thing. But we put the hot water in the cup and you throw it out there and it just literally turned into like, like just snow dust. That's how cold it was. It was so cold 
that they told they literally told people if you do not have to go outside do not go they made establishments and places close down that's how cold it was it was so cold that they were telling hotels look let people that's homeless sleep there for this for these couple of days because it's a cold snap it was so cold that you know the day after tomorrow that's how the fuck chicago looked okay it wasn't New York screen. It was Chicago looking like that. That's how motherfucking cold it was here. And that was the day Jesse Smollett decided that he wants to get into his hate crime for a tuna fish sandwich and a salad. And we all know it was a lie. So, again, I stand on that. That was a lie. We all know he lied. So, I call it that Jesse Smollett weather. And I can't be sued because he was found guilty in court. Mm, so, mm, mm, so don't be coming at me. Time. He goes, for what? You lied. So we ain't even going to go there. But anyway, um, again, <laughs> it's going to be that cold. It's going to be that smolette where they're cold. And you have people in tents. Oh, well, they're, they're military style military you didn't say military absolute you said military style shit anything can look like gucci but is it the real gucci anything can look like louis vuitton but is the real louis vuitton anything can look like coach but is it the real coach you know what i'm saying anything can look like some but is it the real thing you said military style military grade but are they they're military but why would you put people in fucking tents when Chicago has so many abandoned buildings? It's ridiculous. Like Chicago literally has blocks of abandoned buildings. When I say blocks, I mean blocks of abandoned homes, which are owned by the city, by Cook County. On 119th, this summer that just passed in 2023, a woman was found locked up inside of a house on 119th, which has been abandoned for 30 years. She was found locked up, tied up, uh, sexually assaulted by someone she knew in the neighborhood. Yet again, she knew this person in the neighborhood. And he pretty much left her there to die in the hot sun in the in the summertime again this is an abandoned building that's been there for 30 years now something you don't know if you know you know if you don't you don't but here in cook county if you don't pay your taxes for a certain amount of years i think it's like two or three years or something like that or if you go back on your taxes or something like that get delinquent like by years on your taxes they will put your house up for i think like the somebody to batter taxes and then you have to go into the process of buying your property back from this person by paying the taxes back to this person okay now this place has been abandoned we're just using this one for example on 119 for 30 years after so many years it's up the, the it, it doesn't matter who owned it, what owned it, where they went to own it, 
the city now owns that property. So why is that property has not been uh, fixed up, put up this and made habitable for people to stay in? Oh, because we can't find the owner. It doesn't matter if you find the owner or not, because guess what? The back taxes on this house is 30 years old. They would probably need some 1.5 million to even buy the house back on 119. Again, the, that's just the taxes alone. We're not talking about that. And that place is not worth that much in equity or anything like that. So again, no one's going to buy it. So the city sits on to own it. So again, all the city will have to do is go in, fix it up. Guess what? Now this is a habitable living spot. Because guess what? After so many years, you it's just like, I guess, like a house. You foreclose on it and the bank take it over or whoever take it over or however it go. So again, you have all these habitable places, brick and mortar for people to stay in. And you've given $29 million to a kind of sketchy place. I'm just telling y'all what had happened. What's going on in Chicago right now, right here, right now? And why is such a, a, a uproar about it, in the, especially in the Midwest? Because now people are looking like, okay, we have these mass numbers of people coming here. We can't afford to take care of them. And now it's to the point to where people are wanting to sue, to, sue Chicago, which they have the right to. Now, Brandon Johnson preached, oh, our, our, um, our youth needs a place to be, more activities for our youth. That way they won't be out. They won't be this. They won't be that. But then you turn around and you slap that same community in the face and you take their centers because now you have to scramble to put people in brick and mortar places because everyone is against you putting the people up in, in fucking tents. And now to the point to where you're actually telling people in Chicago and neighboring towns and cities to open your doors to people. Do you know half us motherfuckers don't even open our doors to our motherfucking relatives? You know half of us got relatives that can't come in our house. And it's like, are you serious? What happened to the 29 million that you just had that you gave for the for these quote unquote tents? The same money that they went to build them quote unquote tents, they could put into these blocks of building that could support. There, there are so many places in Chicago that can literally support maybe a, a building of 10 families can go and live in here because that whole building is just gone. The same amount of money that you put in to put in for some tents, you could have put that same money in to have this place rebuilt up. Again, if it was me, you or anyone else in America or anyone else listening to this podcast, if our children or if us were sleeping on police station floors, if we were sleeping on airport floors if we were sleeping in tents on floors anywhere what what the fuck would they do with us 
They would take our kids and they would put us in fucking jail, bro. They would take our kids and they would put us in jail. Now, these people here came here seeking asylum and need something. Okay. So the government should take care of that. That's where Prickster comes in. Prickster, your ass on all these fucking hotels. Why aren't they standing in your um, hotels? Why aren't they standing in hotels? Brandon, while everyone is marching up in the uproar on the city's west side and south side because he's taking their children's, uh, you know, facilities where not only the children grow, but the elderly go to play their game night or to do their activities and things that they have to do. He's taking it and moving it over a mile and a half away where these people and older people these children and grown folks have to walk through gang territory and still fall prey to the streets. You can't walk down the street without being robbed in Chicago. That happens all over. Your car is getting stolen. You're getting robbed. One of those things is, is, is happening. So again, where's, where's the, the, the actual, where is it? Where, where's the actual give for the same community that puts you in? And then again, uh, crime is at an all time high. People are being assaulted just walking to their lunch wa walking to their car getting on and off the bus just minding their own business people are literally being assaulted while this is all happening brandon literally is promoting a new casino here in chicago it is inviting people in illinois and chicago to come to the to the uh casino because it is a safe place. It's, it's safe to you to spend your money. But now he's come up with a new chief of homelessness and senior care. This is again to pass the buck. Oh, everyone is asking, where's the funds for the, for the homeless people? And now you want taxes to go up for people in Chicago that's already have nothing to pay more for issue that the government already gives you money for. And let's not forget, we have Prickster who ran that he was a multi-million dollar governor. He's a, he's a multi-million dollar governor. So where is his multi-millions and billions? Cause he is a philanthropist. Where is his money coming in to help? with the problems that's going on in Chicago. It's all a pass around game. Who's the blame? It's the blame game. It's the blame game. That's all it is. It's the blame game. Who's, who's going to take the blame? Who's going to take the brunt of this? Who's going to be the one that's going to actually be found for some type of accountability 
First, Brandon Johnson says, I'm going to be transparent. And every alderman in every situation has said that he has not been transparent. Uh, we asked, you know, that he give us time or let us know when he's sending people. He just shows up with people on their doorstep. They say, oh, well, here you go. Everyone needs to find 200 people, two, uh, 200 places. Everyone needs to find a place for 200 people to go. But what happened to the money that was given to you? And from the government. Oh, well, that, no, it's been too much backdoor handling of that money. That's what happened. That's exactly what happened. That money gone. And y'all and played a fondle with that money, moved it from here to here. For Brandon Johnson to be, I for children, I'm for school, I for everyone, you know, having the, the child and the children to have a fair future. You're taking their future from them. Again, park districts that have been open for 30 years that cater to the children in that neighborhood. You're taking their facility from them and closing them down and telling them, oh, well, y'all have to move an hour up a, a mile and a half away to another district. But then that disqualifies them from playing because now because they're not a part of that district. How can you tell someone they need something and then take it from them? And then ignore the question behind it. And then say we all need to share. The, whoa, 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 whoa. Why do we need to share anything when you've already been given money for this? So again, it's chaos in Chicago. And it's, it's sad. Because the violence, it, it, again, the violence doesn't end. The, the violence literally does not end. Listen to this. Listen, listen. Well, we ain't listening to that. We, we not listening to no commercials. You know, we ain't doing that. But here we go. Violent crime is causing immediate changes at a popular West Side bar. Tia Ewing has the response to another armed robbery in West Town. Crime definitely impacting the West Town community and this bar, the cameras outside, have captured it all. Inside, customers are smiling and having a good time at the Irish Nobleman Pub on Erie Noble. But outside, the emotion is different here because surveillance cameras have captured several crimes playing out steps away from the bar. We're protecting ourselves, basically. So I've had our armed security at the bar. We have to lock up early. Just 24 hours ago, bar owner Declan Morgan says his surveillance cameras captured an SUV pulling up. Three armed suspects hop out and rob three people. Seconds later, two other innocent people walking by on Huron and Noble were shaken down too. This video shows the getaway car and Chicago police arriving on scene. And they flew down the street here, turned left here, and, and you know, we're gone. And it probably took about a minute for it to happen. It's not the first time a crime has played out here. There's been a slew of other robberies in the area and carjackings. If you arrest somebody, they got to go to jail and they got to stay in jail. You know, and they can't be let out on the, you know, oh, they'll out the next day. It's like, 
Like if you're arrested and you're out, what, what's the deterrent? Residents say they would feel safer. City leaders prioritized crime, and they like to see more police on patrol. But they know the department is short-staffed, and they believe the criminals know that too. I never would have left my entire life. In the past three months, my wife and I have been arguing every day about you know how quickly we can move to the suburbs. And a lot of it comes down to the crime. Many residents that live in this community tell me that they're very cautious because of the crime of what time they come out in the morning and also at night. T Again, crime is a problem. Crime is a problem. You literally have carjackings. And let's not forget, um, they uh, closed down, uh, I believe it was... Uh, we have a site, well, we had a site here, ugh, which fucking kills me. It's, I'm so angry that they closed that, where you had a restaurant that was on the very top floor. I think it was the Hancock building, if I'm not mistaken, where you have dinner and it actually turns and it spins and you can get a 360 of the whole city. They have now closed that. It has now been closed. People did their last day of work last week and they did not even know it was their last day of work. Crime is so bad downtown. It is to a, and that was a place where our money comes from. That's where we get a lot of our revenue from tourism, sightseeing. We don't get our money from casino. This ain't fucking Vegas. If anybody wants to say, oh, we're going to go to gambling, what's the first place they think of? Either Vegas or Atlantic City. They go to those two places, Atlanta or Vegas, one of those two. They think of gambling. Okay. Um, When you think of gambling, Chicago is not a place that pops up. This is not the 1930s. This is not Al Capone days. Gambling? What? No. When you think of Chicago, you think about the skyline, how pretty it is, Lake Michigan, the boats and all the tourists. How can we have tourism that comes here and you can tell the people that they are safe when the residents are not even safe? People walking up and down the street are not even safe. This is a part bar pub that has the higher security for their patrons just outside. They have to be wary of what time they open, what time they close. They're understaffed. Now, that's another issue. There's another shelter that's been opened up in the uh, Pilsen neighborhood, which could house, um, I'm, a, I'm thinking about 200 people for the migrants that's coming in, which is no problem. But see how they lie to you now. We already know. They just said that they are short staffed. So how are... You're going to have around the clock Chicago PD for the migrant shelter, but not for the people in the community. Do you see why everyone is in a, a uproar over this? And now we have to take our tax dollars and pay into our own security, which is still something we are not getting. And then again, like I said, Chicago is a tourist site. You have the Bean. You have Millennium Park. You have um, the Gold Coast. You know, that's like our Rodeo Drive in California. You know what I'm saying? That's like our Rodeo Drive, the West Coast. 
you know, where you can get the Rolexes and the furs and, you know what I'm saying, and see the shows and, you know, that's supposed to be the classiest part. Um, Lincoln Park, that's another area that's kind of in that upper epsilon, you know what I'm saying, where you, you know what I'm saying, where they pay to stay and pay to overlook um, the the lake view. They oh, they pay to overlook all this. They they pay for this. Some of these people are paying up to five six thousand dollars a month. Some of these people own these because they are penthouses so they are owned again they pay for this view when they can't even go downstairs the violence is astounding and not to mention how our mayor just breezes over it it was a young lady a beautiful little girl uh that was beaten during the mexican day parade two weeks ago and let Mayor Johnson said it was the greatest day for Chicago, but a black girl was beaten because of her dogs and her neighbors had um, a celebration, which you should be able to celebrate your independence, no problems. But it's an issue when two grown ass women jump on a 14 year old child to where this girl has to have two surgeries in her eyes. Y'all think I'm lying? Hold on. Let me pull it up for you. Here we go. I'm sorry, she was 11. I apologize. I apologize. She was 11 years old. With America's number one anti-aging foundation. And the I apologize. Yeah, she was 11 years old. And she's beaten. We're going to listen to the story right here. 11-year-old Trinity Washington prepares for a second surgery this week. My eye is in so much pain. My eye and my nose. Sunday night, the girl had emergency surgery on her eye. She and her mother say the injuries happened after neighbors hosting a Mexican Independence Day celebration used a racial slur against the African-American family. That word shouldn't be used towards us. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be used towards anybody. Nobody should use that word because that's a bad word. A exactly, few minutes baby. later, two women allegedly attacked the girl when she didn't move her three-month-old Yorkie out of their way. The sixth-grade honor student and cheer captain named her puppy Barbie. Washington and her mom say Barbie was stepped on by one of the women but survived. Then they say the aggressors targeted Washington. I looked up. A bottle came towards my face, being thrown to my face. I dropped down because I felt something hard. She punched me in my nose. When she punched me to, in my nose, I almost blacked out. Because I failed again. I want justice. I want them to see her. Washington's mother preferred for her face not to be shown on TV. Everyone have been so supportive with just sharing the love, letting her know that she is beautiful. I'm just heartbroken that this happened to her. For the girl who hopes to someday be a pediatrician, she says this is not only painful, but confusing. 
But I didn't do anything. I was just trying to put my dog in a house. The police report the family shared with ABC7 classified this case as an aggravated battery of a child. Today, Chicago police tell us no one is in custody and the case is being investigated as Washington prepares for surgery tomorrow, hoping it will lessen her pain. Watch break. How could no one be in custody? We all know who did it. But again... This is the greatest place in the world. The violence is out of control. Everyone is out of control. Chicago police, they don't, we don't know who to arrest. And allegedly, um, the again, like the family has been harassed. And again, no one has been in charge. So what's really going on here? We have to for real ask that question. And it's sad. It's really, really sad that this is what we've come to. And and again, nothing has been said by the good old mayor of Chicago, which he said it was the greatest turnout. He he was happy with it, even though traffic was jam packed. For two hours, that's why I didn't even go outside. I didn't even attempt because it was no point. I'm not going to waste my gas. I'm not going to be pissed off in traffic because I can't get to where I'm going because of so much traffic. It took some people almost three hours to get home. And again, he was pleased with it. So we have to ask the question, and I want you to ask this question too. Do you think Mayor Johnson will be the first ever mayor in Chicago to be recalled? Because you can recall a mayor. Because I think he's doing an absolute terrible job. Yeah. And for if he comes, oh, well, you could do better? Hell no. That's why I ain't no mayor. I can barely govern these kids I got. The hell no, I ain't going to hell no, I ain't no mayor. That, that's why I'm not a mayor. No, I wouldn't even sign up for the job. Nope. Well, if you don't think you can do better, I know about a, probably a handful of people that could probably do better. Again, it's like the bait and carrot thing with him. It's like the bait and carrot thing with, with him. And I... I'm just not for it. And the people of Chicago, I know they're pissed. I know they're mad. Um, as they should be, because it's it's insanity. It really is. And I feel for them. I really do. And it's 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 sad. It really is. But again, Brandon likes to divide and conquer. He had a meeting and he even spoke to the black people. Again, Chicago is not just full of black people. There are white, they're Hispanic, there are Polish, there are Irish, there are um, Portuguese, there are Italian, there are Lithuanian. There, it's a multitude smash of people in Chicago. So, but just for you to say black people. Is astounding to me. So that's crazy.
But we're going to end this day on a good note. Mm -hmm. If you didn't know what you're about to know, Simone Biles, she just secured the gold beam. Golden beam. I apologize. And she just made world history. Simone Biles just made world history by winning the most medals for the beam. So let's give it up to Simone Biles, our black sister. I love to see our black girls doing good because even when she came in the game, they was talking all type of stuff. That, and, and Simone is like, fuck y'all. Watch me do my flip, 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 flip. Even at, during adversity when Simone Biles was having a mental break, and she had to step down during the Olympics. Everybody was talking shit about her. Nope. I applauded her because she didn't want to lose her life. She didn't want to lose her, her uh, stability. She didn't want to lose her whole self. And she kept herself sane and mentally focused. And I'm so proud of her. So congratulations to Simone Biles. You did it, girl. Keep doing it, girl. Keep breaking the records. You did it, girl. Keep doing it. Keep breaking the records. You did it, girl. Ew. Keep doing it. Keep breaking the records. You did it, girl. Ew. Keep doing it. Keep breaking records. So with that, we're going to end this podcast. And I'm going to end my podcast. Well, always end my podcast. If no one told you they love you, I do. I truly, truly do. And make sure you do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today. And we'll see you next time for another Mayday Mayhem podcast. And I'm out.